Welcome to 24 Karis. I'm Kelly Johnson, the founder of Karis by KJE. We are excited to really kick off a new series where we talk about creating inclusive and equitable spaces in the community. Um, we have an amazing friend and community leader here with us. Uh, we are super excited to have Tasha Heron Bruff with the Dallas Regional Chamber. And of course, I have my colleague, Annalise Alamo. So Tasha, first, thank you for being here. As you know, we are some of your super fans. Oh. And uh, we love our partnership that we've had with the DRC for a number of years, in particular with Leadership Dallas. Yes, so yes. I'm excited that we get to extend the conversation to really talk about kind of that community impact. So thanks for being here. Well, thank you for, for asking me. And let me say, I am your fan. I on my way up here, I saw someone downstairs and I just said, aren't they just great? I mean, whenever I can get your name plugged into somewhere, I'm plugging it in thank because you. Um, you all are the real deal. Thank you. Yeah. Thank well, you. thank you, Tasha. And we know that you work with a lot of different organizations and entities, especially in the diversity, equity, and inclusion space. So that compliment really hits home and Deserve says it. a lot about our partnership. But we are super excited um, to, to have you, as Kelly mentioned, and honored that you have um, carved us out of your very busy schedule uh, to spend some time with us today. And as Kelly said, we've got a partnership with DRC over the last three years, yeah, two years? about three. Yeah, and I know uh, this year has been a lot more intimate with yes. uh, with our leadership Dallas group and uh, be able to partner in, in more ways. Uh, but for our audiences that may not be too familiar with the Dallas Regional Chamber or the DRC, can you just kind of give us a little bit of spiel? What do you all do? Sure, sure. Well, first I have to say um, I have the pleasure of working with 55 of the most talented people on the planet. And I'm, when, I, when I tell you it's an amazing team to work for, we were just actually named the National Chamber of the Year again um, last for last this year. last year, yes. which we are really excited about. But you know, our work is really to make this region, the Dallas region, the best place to work, live, and do business for all people, um, not just for some, not because you live in a certain zip code, for all people. And we do that in a number of ways. One, um, economic development. How are we growing the companies that are here, but how are we also attracting new companies, right? So we have a lot of Fortune 500 companies that call our region home. And um, then policy, how are we really staying um, as a pro-business climate? How are we supporting policies that help businesses grow and expand and really um, you know, play to the economic vitality of our region? then education and workforce. So we know that we need to have um, a prepared workforce um, and, and a talent pipeline. So we really work on growing and cultivating um, the talent um, here. And then my area of work is diversity, equity, and inclusion. And I, I love putting that last, not because it's less of a priority, but it's really the thread in all of them. It's the con it is a through line yes. in policy and education and economic development um, that really shapes the for all people um, in the work that we do and the quality of life that we want to see here in our region. So I'm um, proud to be part of that work. 
Yes, and we'll dive in more into the DEI yeah. work. I wanted to provide some context sure. uh, to our audiences that may not be in the Dallas um, area. Um, the, the Chamber of Commerce, there's different entities of those in different locations around the U.S. Correct? Yes, and we happen to be the largest one in our region. So there's 75 different chambers in the Dallas region. And we're, we happen to be the largest region. And But one of the great things is we work with many of them uh, on, on different um, areas of our work. So um, we call ourselves the honest broker. So when, when people want to move here or companies want to relocate, we don't tell them where to relocate. We sell the region, right? We sell the Dallas region as an asset. This is why you want to be here. And from what I heard, you know, a tune of 350 people move here a day. So people understand um, that this is a place of growth and opportunity. Yes, and thank you for that plug. So if you are <laughs> contemplating moving to the area, you've got definitely a resource and, and de right. definitely education, right, on what, what, what the area has to offer, what the region has to offer. Sure. And I know you all do a really good job of educating um, on that topic. So let's talk about the diversity role even more. I think um, we know you're the first person um, in the, the organization to have this focused role. So tell us about that and how you've been able to, over the last three years, right, yes, use yes. that role to increase advocacy, um, especially in diverse communities in the Dallas area. Well, it's interesting. So when, when the DRC hired me, they had just established their Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Council. And this is made up of their board members. And this is what's really unique, I think, about the way we're structured, is that we wanted to prioritize this work. So we wanted our board members to really be the ones that are engaged in, in leading this work. And so I get an opportunity to work with some of the biggest decision makers and CEOs of the companies that are here, which is impactful. That's how we make change is to be in the room with the leaders that can help us do this. And so um, it is amazing to say that I'm not the first, but hoping that I'm not the last, that this is opening an opportunity, expanding opportunity for someone else or for someone else at another company to say, we need to do that at another chamber that says we need to do that. So. I, you know, it's always something to be said to be the first, but you certainly don't want to be the last. Uh, and my work really is about how do we prioritize people, I think, mm. um, and making inclusive workspaces, but also inclusive communities, right? It's, it's you have to do both. And in my role, I get the opportunity with amazing people that work on on the team and our colleagues and our board members and amazing member companies that collectively work on this. Um, I, I just got off a call before we started and someone asked the question and said, well, when does the DEI work end? And as you all know very well, it, there is no end. There's no finish line. This yes. is a journey. Uh, as long as we have people, there will be diversity, equity, and inclusion and belonging work that needs to be done. And so I'm just proud of the fact that the DRC recognized its role or its needed role in this conversation. Um, so it, it's, it's awesome. Yes, definitely tagging on to the, we, we hope you're not the last either, right? right? <laughs> yes. uh, but that you are planting the, the seed and the foundation uh, of the work. And so that's kind of leaving your legacy, if you yeah. will, leave, leaving your mark to the next 
future like generations of people that's doing this work. So we appreciate you for that, uh, Tasha, because we know that this has a ripple effect with all the different sure. communities, organizations that you all partner with, and that definitely that has that, that ripple effect. Um, we also like to say the DEI works it's a journey with no destination. Like right. there's no end. You're not landing anywhere because it's always evolving. Yes. Because um, people change yes. and people are not robots, right? That's and right. so as as long as you constantly have that, it's always going to evolve. Yes. Right. Yeah. I I couldn't agree with you more. It's it, there's always something to do. There's enough to do um, that will will never be finished. Will never be finished. Yeah, and having said that, you mentioned, you know, really starting, we, we approach our work that way as well, starting from the top, mm -hmm. right? Getting your board, mm -hmm. getting the leadership, and it sounds like DRC in general is very committed um, to, to diversity, equity, inclusion. So talk about the why, like why is that so important yeah. and to, to start your role and to have that focus? Yeah, you know, I, I think this they decided to put this committee together, this council together, right after the murder of George Floyd, like a lot of companies do. You all have seen it. Um, a lot of companies jumped in and said, we need to do something. Uh, many didn't know what, but, uh, you know, the DRC said, there is a way for the business community to be impactful. Absolutely. And uh, this is the way we thought that this is to move the needle in many areas that impact real long-term sustainable change. And a part of the why is that we feel the economic vitality and the strength of our region depends on us creating inclusive communities, inclusive workplaces, mm -hmm. right? And making sure that every person has the opportunity to recognize their fullest potential. So we want workplaces where people feel they belong and that they're heard. Um, companies can retain and recruit talent. And we want communities that feel like their voice matters and that they aren't given things, that they're doing things with organizations and companies and, and that they're really um, aligning with the needs and wants of the community. And so we knew when those things would happen, we would have a really great formula for success and that's something that's great. and and. One of the things when I first came on, I said, now, let's be clear. I cannot wave a magic wand <laughs> and all of these things are not going to happen in quarter one or quarter two. It's going to take us some time. And yes. so thankfully, almost three years later, we're still on the journey together, knowing that we're making small steps. Yeah. 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 So you're, that's a great kind of segue into one of the things I wanted to ask you about because there, it starts with awareness. Sure. We all have to become aware that we need to do more. Um, the DRC recognized that as well. It's how and why they established the council. But how, do you, how are you all today sort of helping organizations, helping leaders move beyond awareness into intentional action? Can you speak to that? Yes, and you all can speak to it because I, <laughs> I need to credit you all for oh, a lot you. of this work. Um, it is being very intentional, Kelly. I, I, and I have to admit, you know, we would talk about DEI and we would recognize DEI in a lot of our conversations, but we want to be doers of the work. I think diversity, equity, and inclusion is action. It's about doing something. So being meaningful and being thoughtful is also how do you execute and implement and we knew 
that a biggest uh, opportunity for us was in our leadership programs. And we have a flagship program called Leadership Dallas that is a executive leadership program of some of the best and brightest executives from around um, the region. And I'll tell you, implementing diversity, equity, and inclusion into the curriculum has been a game changer because that's how we begin to build the next generation of inclusive leaders. So we want to create inclusive workplaces and spaces and communities. It starts with educating and informing and um, growing those leaders. Um, yeah, we can't expect them just to come out and be inclusive leaders. We have to help. Yeah, yeah. And we've loved being a part of that journey and helping you all embed DEI and that competency around inclusive leadership into uh, Leadership Dallas. And, and they are, like, this has been our third year um, in different ways and different levels of supporting Leadership Dallas, but we're always so impressed with the leaders, the caliber of talent. Mm -hmm. um, you all do such an amazing job um, with that program and, and others. And, and I definitely see why you all are Chamber of the Year. Like that, <laughs> yes. that is no small accomplishment. It's no small feat, but, but here's, you know, it's about collaboration too. None of this can be done on your own. Right. You know, we don't claim to be the experts in um, every single thing, right? And we knew that there were some gaps and holes to fill and we wanted continuity in the DEI curriculum. And so that's why we are so grateful to have you all to be a part of it. And I'll tell you, our leaders are saying this is amazing. We want more of it. Mm -hmm. We need more of it. So that means some, something is working. Yes. Something is working. Yeah. Yes. Teamwork makes the dream yes, work. It yes, does. Yes. yes. It does. We love it. Okay. We, this was a great introduction to just this conversation of how we, inc how we create inclusive and equitable communities. I think the takeaway for me has been, it takes a village. Sure. It takes partners. It takes leadership. It takes commitment. It takes intentional actions. So thank you, Tasha, for really kicking us off on this important series. We've wanted to do this for a while, and uh, we're just delighted to have your perspective here with us. Oh, well, thank you so much, Kelly. Call Karis. <laughs> <laughs> Call them. <laughs> oh, well, have, you, have you back. Yes. Love that. <laughs> All right, everybody, as you can see, we're having fun as usual on 24 Karis. Um, stay tuned for the next episode where we will continue this conversation around creating inclusive and equitable communities. Um, this work can't just stay internal in our organizations. We have to reach out into the communities um, so that we can all thrive and grow together. And it's really a part of our commitment at 24 Karis to help you live out your commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion 24-7. Until next time, make sure you share this episode and we'll see you soon.